0: Today, we speak with a member of Ukraine's volunteer intelligence community.
1: Our intelligence analysts who do the investigations based on the open source data, videos and photos, satellite images and social network profiles.
0: Also, patriotic hackers and documenting Russian war crimes for future use in the International Criminal Court in The Hague. Welcome to the Information War Podcast. I'm Liz Wall. And I'm Jessica Aro. Artem Vilechko is an editor at Inform the Palm English. Inform the Palm was founded by Ukrainian journalists in 2014 to uncover the truth about Russia's invasion in Ukraine and to inform citizens and the international public about the war. A group of patriotic volunteers... The initiative includes contributors from over 10 countries. Ardem, welcome.
2: Uh, thank you for having me. It's such an honor to have you here. Thank you so much uh, for giving your time and your expertise. Uh, let's go straight to business, as you guys at the Inform Napalm have really turned the tables when it comes to information warfare. As you conduct information warfare against the Kremlin, please tell how does that work?
3: Uh, well, uh, uh, information warfare is is something that Russia invests heavily in, and they have a lot of um, um, a lot of professionals doing this. So, um, what they have managed to to do is build a kind of. Uh, alternative reality for the for the people, especially for the people inside Russia, and also for many, many people outside Russia, even in the English speaking world. So um, our intuitive approach was not to try to respond to what they're doing, because that that would be a a losing game because those people um, who have already been bitten by the by the propaganda, um, they, they have a certain very simple uh, world outlook and uh, it's very difficult to, 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 to budge them, you know? So uh, what, what we started to do is, like flashing a light uh, onto certain dark corners where the Russians operate and exposing the lies that they are telling. Uh, for example, they said, uh, it's not us in, uh, in the Donbass. Oh, okay, uh, we uh, turn on our flashlight. <laughs> Uh, uh and go into dark corners and find out ah, okay hey, hey here are your guys here and there you say that they are uh, not not servicemen but if you look at their social media accounts you see that they have current photos at the, at a certain military unit location and so on so things like these very pinpoint it's like you know like a sniper fire yeah so you you find the target oh, okay and fire at it and um by exposing these things and, and by, by having a certain quantity of uh, of, of, of of these uh, lies exposed, we uh, <clears throat> made them react. Whereas at the moment, most of the anti-propaganda effort in, in the East in the West is is reacting to what to what Russia is doing. We we turned it around. We um, started doing things to make them react. And, and correct the correct the information policies and and the messaging and the talking points and so on because if 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 you show facts and say hey look you say this but facts are that, those yeah so it, it 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 makes them react that is basically the difference of of, of informed napalm from many other from many other outfits and then there are other uh, open source intelligence groups of course uh, who who. More or less, do similar things, but maybe have more resources and are more analytical in their approach. We are very you must understand that we are we are a group of volunteers. everybody has a full time job and and a family to feed. Yeah? so we have limited resources, and with these limited resources, uh, we, we we try to be really, really focused on certain factual and concrete specific things.
0: Uh, can I ask you, Artem, because um, in 2014, Russia's annexation of Crimea and they started the war in eastern Ukraine. And from the very beginning, Russia denied this involvement. How have you been able to debunk Russia's, de- uh, debunk Russia's denials and distortions, kind of a signature disinformation move? Um, what have what has your organization been able to do to really um debunk that and, and spread the truth about what Russia was doing in Eastern Ukraine at the time?
3: As you know, this is a <clears throat> good question. Uh, all this has a very human dimension, actually, what you are asking. Yes? So, for example, Roman lived in, 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 in Crimea at that time, and he saw uh, with his own eyes what's been going on. He had friends around, and and friends told told him that at uh, this military unit there's this activity at that at, at that public building there's that activity he himself was moving around photographing taking taking pictures from others and trying to publish it somewhere so <clears throat> uh, but when you start doing something actually the universe responds yeah so when you are only thinking about doing anything uh, it's just okay your thoughts but when you start actively doing something you you always find people who are especially when you are doing something just, you find people who are ready to help you. So <clears throat> he got people feeding him information. He then found somebody to uh, put put up a website where, where they, they could, could publish everything. They, uh, they all the findings uh, they were finding. And then uh, we found partners in other countries, uh, the people who had some understanding of how 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 you do the, the open source intelligence. So we found those centers for example, from 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 Georgia, who also uh, were personally very motivated to do it because because they they've had the experience like a few years before with Russia, and they understood that there would be a uh, information warfare. and so we found the most efficient way. How to expose certain lies that they were saying and and, and, and started doing it, uh, involving any resources we we could get our hands on.
2: What really shows in your site and in your articles is that you are really upfront and you really boldly publish material, which not so often is published in, for example, the Western uh, traditional journalistic media. And I really have to give you credit for that because by doing that, you have really paved the way. You have showed the truth about what's happening, what how Russia is specifically and in detail attacking your country. And you have specified the different uh, weapons, weapon systems, systems of electronic warfare, and you have really showed to the world what is actually going on there. And for example, I have to say that, Uh, For me, it was super difficult as a regular journalist who who was tasked and assigned to write stories uh, back in 2014, what was happening in Ukraine by Russia. So it was difficult. So basically, it was me and people like me who were writing stories about Russia-backed separatists in Eastern Ukraine, when in fact, you were telling already uh, as the first people to do it, that they were Russian security service and russian military men
3: yeah They're it was actually, actually a
2: russian yeah it was
3: actually a russian hybrid force you're you're right <clears throat> um again our difference from 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 the journalistic media is that we are not constrained with the, with the standards of you know fairness and balance and so on so we we do not need to show the the, the opinion of the other side and so um, uh, we uh, that is why we we could we could write things as they are or for example, it is uh considered uh, like like a bad tone to dox you know people and so on yeah so for for example, even uh, <clears throat> open source intelligence groups from the west that they, they they like blur the faces of of, of Russian operatives or so servicemen uh, let alone uh, publish the data of of their families and so on we do this yeah because we are not constrained. we are we understand that we are aside uh, in 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 the warfare so well, what can we do we, we just try to to be as efficient and as sharp as we can and yes uh, we could call a spade a spade when we understood that for example in the Donbass, you you have uh, the uh, russian operatives and and and, and uh, russian officers commanding the the local troops and uh, all the military all the equipment being operated by 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 russian servicemen and and uh, russian officers
0: in russia's first invasion of ukraine in 2014 your primary goal was to expose russia's lies and denials about its special forces operations in eastern ukraine
1: the International Volunteer Community Napalm is a well-established group which conducts its own investigations and publishes reports about the Russian aggressive policies. Our volunteers, based in many countries, carefully collect, analyze and publish facts of the Russian Army's participation in the undeclared war in Donbas, war crimes committed in Syria, and other acts of aggression by the Russian Federation. Besides our intelligence analysts who do the investigations based on the open-source data, videos and photos, satellite images and social network profiles. A great role in our community is played by the volunteer translators, who translate our reports into 29 languages.
0: In today's full-scale war, your focus has shifted to providing intelligence to Ukrainians on the ground. It's like a full-scale mobilization of information warfare
3: when um when we have this uh, active war going on uh, lots of our uh, lots of lots of informed Nepal members joined the armed forces of Ukraine or territorial defense forces and the people who uh, the o centers who have this um, expertise of uh, uh, recognizing military equipment types <coughs> types recognizing certain terrain and and places and so on we are now engaged in uh in the in the combat ocean so to say so we are helping the ukrainian military to uh, <clears throat> identify the places where to target the, the enemy forces uh identify the most valuable targets because we have limited amount of armor and we have to focus we have to take out the most high value targets in the first place so for example if, if a directorctor is working up in the air yeah, so it, it makes no sense to target let's say a, a an, an apv yeah so like armored personnel weak armored personnel weak yeah but rather to target uh, an electronic warfare asset yeah or, or an aerial defense asset and <clears throat> and here we come as, as experts and and we do this now. So if you had a look at the, at our telegram channel, yeah. So some of you, you get, you get the drift of what is important and what is, what is now the focus. Yeah. So, and, and, and there's a lot of work behind the scenes, which we are not showing and we have no time now to uh, analyze the narratives that uh, the, the lying narratives, that Russians put out into the information space and so on. And anyway, it makes no sense to try to, to 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 convince anybody otherwise, because everybody sees what's going on. Cities being wiped out, you know, Kharkiv, Mariupol, just raised to the ground. And uh, <clears throat> of course, uh, anybody with 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 a bit of uh, uh, critical thinking would understand that this is no uh, special oppression they're talking about. Yeah, this is all scale, uh, you know, full scale war, all out war in Ukraine, with the sole purpose so that Ukraine is no more. That's it. So uh, we do not need to do the things we did before the 24th of February, 2022. We are doing now, we we have switched over completely and doing absolutely other things. I, for example, got my, um, <laughs> got back into my, you uh, know, Volunteer mode of 2014, when I uh, was collecting, collecting donations, collecting aid, organizing logistics. And whereas back then I thought logistics was a bitch, now it's just it's just it's just totally insane. So back then it was a walk in the park. Now organizing a delivery from, let's say, and you cannot buy anything in Ukraine anymore. Yeah. So whereas before you could you could you could go online and and shop in Ukraine, now I have to shop in Germany. And if I want to buy some tablets in Germany, bloody Amazon in Germany blocks the account of my sponsor because they, 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 they recognize that when we buy like 15 tablets of one type, this probably goes to the artillery in Ukraine, you know? So, I mean, this is, this is what we are doing now. It's, it's different. It, it, it got absolutely different at the moment.
0: Yeah, it sounds like a total transformation. It almost total, sounds like yeah. it sounds like you're almost providing um, intelligence services to the soldiers of Ukraine. Is there a crossover yeah. with the official yeah. intelligence agencies? Do you work yes. with them in a formal capacity or do you just kind of try to help out where you can? It's
3: <laughs> You know, um, we are a volunteer group, so we were never formal. Um, and at the moment, like, like, I would say it is semi-formal. Some of our people are like in the territorial defense, our spokesman, Mikhail Makaruk, for example, is, is officially a territorial defense fighter. So some people <clears throat> are helping these units, territorial defense and armed forces, uh, armed forces of Ukraine in a like semi-official uh, capacity. There's no time to do things properly and efficiently at the moment. so if you have uh, if, if you have expertise and you can bring value. Okay, you're welcome. come in and bring this value now.
2: What would you say are your most successful operations at the moment?
3: Uh, l- I'll give you a class. Of 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 the most successful operations, uh, it's uh, a number of high value um, high value military equipment targets that were taken out by the Ukrainian artillery on the uh, on the on the hints and, uh, and 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 prompts from from informed Napalm people.
0: So helping to identify targets. Um... Yes. Kind of, it sounds like you're you're pooling information and trying to get that out um, to the battlefield to the soldiers to better yes. equip them with yes. intelligence.
3: Uh, now, if you if you look at, at the intelligence as such, yeah, both professional, state-run, and and open source and and volunteer and so on, ninety five percent of the information comes from the open sources and from you know from 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 being able from that skill of finding the right you know the right pictures, the right texts so the, the right information at the right time, analyzing it you know putting two plus two and, and getting and getting a sum you know so um, and we are no different from from any intelligence service in the world. We are just in in, in terms of methodology basic methodology. we are different because we are not constrained. By any commander who would give us a certain, you know, um, how to put it? Yeah, a certain milestone where we need to come. Yeah, So we are, like, we are open like, 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 like a radar, which is scanning the uh, airwaves, sees something interesting, grabs on it, tries to dig deeper into it. Okay, finds something of value and brings it out. So before that, we brought it out on our website, and then we translated it into several languages and so on because we had time to do it, yeah, because there was this uh, kind of slow-burning uh, uh, conflict in in the east of Ukraine. Now, with the pace of war, like a thousand times faster, we 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 we. we do not do this anymore so the site is neglected as you see you probably noticed that there were there's very little traffic on it and and every all our efforts go into into the combat ocean and a bit of uh, our information work in the information space is mostly based on telegram
0: yeah one of the um, photographs on your telegram channel I saw a picture of a it looked like from a Russian passport just uh, the soldier, he looked like 15 years old. Um, presumably he had he was a casualty uh, and I was struck by how young, I mean, he had this kind of baby face. Um, so is it your hope that this being on Telegram that you'll be able to reach through your documentation over there at, at Inform the Palm that Russian citizens will be able to see the information that you've been collecting?
3: Sure. You see, uh, Liz, the baby-faced Russians, the, those very extremely young uh, young men, they are normally conscripts, you know. And Russian, uh, you know, officialdom says that uh, they're not deploying conscripts in Ukraine. So uh, it's 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 us the inform napalm and other. There's, there's, there's a lot of official effort at the moment uh, to show that in fact. They are deploying conscripts in Ukraine, and and these conscripts are being thrown into the real, very brutal and tough war against battle hardened Ukrainian army, N- not poorly trained, untrained at all. Yeah, that's the, I, I I'm listening to the to the interviews that, that there is there is a a. a like military journalist, he's an officer of armed forces of Ukraine. He's interviewing the, those uh, prisoners of war, so he's talking to people. And one one of them says, "Oh well, I was a conscript. I was pressed into 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 signing a contract, so I've been like on contract service for two months before I um, I was thrown into Ukraine." And, and he asks, "Have you ever, you know, shot with, with with AK rifle and so on? So do you know anything?" about about ah, tactical operations and so on he says no we we've been once taken to you know to the to the shooting range we were not even given ammo you know. So we just got ticked off as some that, that that we had this exercise and that's it so and and you hear things like this all the time all the time all the time so showing this Uh, They are lying about the conscripts in the first place, that they are throwing in people who are unprepared and so on and so on. So this this is something that must show to the Russians how inefficient uh, the the, the state management is. And this is actually something that uh, Putin wanted to cover up with his, you know, small victorious wars all the time the inefficiencies the the, the corruption uh, of of the government that they have created uh, with this you know kgb clique that that he collected around himself so now uh, the king has been exposed you know like in that old fairy tale yes the, the king is naked yeah so these things they expose him all you know bit by bit, uh, drop by drop. Uh, so the Russians must stop supporting this, this, this madness.
2: Thank you so much. I would like to add to that, that in addition, uh, those kids are not even told that they are being put in a real war. Instead, many of them are telling that they were told that they're only doing a war drill. And then they found themselves in Ukraine fighting a real war, and they were terrified. And just yes, today, you can. I, I was shocked. Media. I'm yeah, sorry yeah. for
3: interrupting you. I was shocked. Um, so when I heard the first first prisoners of war telling this 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 story, that they were not not told that they are going to take part in in in, in real combat action, and that they were just told that they would be at the border. Practicing, doing so, the military exercise. I thought, okay, so this is the legend; they they've been prepared and so on. But then, when you hear this this story told by by people from different military units from all across that line and so on, and 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 all of them being very consistent, because if you are lying, you, you, there will be inconsistencies and so on. But they are all very consistent. They say, they say the same thing. They tell the same story. I thought. Wow, they they really were not told that they're going to war.
2: Yeah, exactly. And here you can really see how the Kremlin is conducting information warfare against its own citizens. What we show with
3: what we are showing them is something that must inflict pain on them in the first place. Uh, Grizzly photos of dead Russians. By the way, there's no other word in Ukraine for them than orcs. They are universally called orcs.
0: What does that mean, orcs?
3: An orc is a um, is 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 an invention of uh, of, of, of great English writer J.R.R. Tolkien. Uh, so this is a uh, um, like you know a soldier of Mordor.
0: I see, like fighting for the dark side.
3: Yes. So the, the the Russians are universally called now in Ukraine. Those, especially those who entered. Our territory to fight, they're all called orcs. They are not people in our eyes anymore, you know, because what they are doing is absolutely inhuman. Um, so if you look at the, the things they are doing, like bombing a, a theater in uh, in Mariupol, where there's in big white letters written on two sides of the building children, you know, yeah, so. How can we, how can we treat them as people, you know? So, and that's why we, uh, what we are doing now, we are showing them. So that works, uh, Burned equipment and so on. They must see and they pay attention. We know that they pay attention because uh, when Mothers and wives and so on start getting these these messages from Ukraine. Oh, your son has been killed and so on and so on. And this word starts spreading around. Yeah, it it, it makes them pay attention to the to the telegram channels that, that we put out, where we publish mm-hmm. this information. And this is important because they must understand that what is going on is actually they're being duped by their leaders into a losing game where the leaders will not suffer themselves, yeah, but will put the whole country through immeasurable suffering. Yeah, Their own country, Russia, they don't care about Ukraine, I'm, I'm sure. But there will be young men killed and there will be uh, sanctions and there will be economic misery inflicted on, on them and so on. So this understanding must, drop by drop, Step by step, come to them, and maybe at a certain moment there will be no more, uh, no more support for this madness, you know, because it's not Putin pressing all these triggers, you know, and flying all these aircraft and driving all these tanks and so on. So these are hundreds of thousands of people who are doing it for him.
2: Also, uh, another thing in which you have been the visionaries and paved the way and showed the world how to do it has been your mission to get these uh, Russian terrorists, as you often name them, and um, have a point there, and Russian uh, militias into The Hague. You started going after them and gathering evidence of their war crimes already back in 2014, 2015, uh, when the world was not Seriously paying attention. Now the world is paying attention. Uh, How would you contemplate that? I want to also thank you uh, for being um, so well cited and focusing on that. Uh, how, How do you view now that only now, like eight years later, the world is realizing how evil the Kremlin is and how bad crimes it has conducted and is still conducting against Ukraine?
3: Well, it's a <clears throat> it's a pity uh, uh, the world was not prepared to listen and to to do more to deter the Kremlin from doing what they're doing now. Um, and in a way, I don't know how Roman would would judge it, but in a way, I feel that it is a bit of my own failure as well that we couldn't uh, convey. <clears throat> the our understanding and, and and the findings and the facts uh to 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 more people and to more policymakers and to more decision makers. Because if uh if the world understood it a little bit earlier that uh what Kremlin has been doing in the Donbas, for example, was 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 the start of of, of of the war on a European nation, they could have uh reacted with, with, the, <clears throat> with the sanctions and, and, and with, with, with deterrence measures that could have uh, maybe prevented this war. I don't know. But <clears throat> again, uh, Putin is hell-bent on, on destroying Ukraine. So their imperial policies, I don't know if they would have been different. This is a difficult, you know. This is a difficult dilemma. But anyway, it is a pity that, uh, that it wasn't recognized before.
2: Is there now something that uh, specifically the West should do immediately in order to support your country and support your troops and support your independence?
3: Jessica, you see, the, 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 the big problem is that in the West, it's been in the Western media, in the, in the mainstream newspapers and so on, um, <clears throat> what we are still reading is like people are concerned about the economic recession in, in Germany and about this, you know, the, 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 the impact of, the sanction would make on the European and, and American global economy and so on so <clears throat> it's like you know okay there's a local conflict there's a local war but we are still you know thinking about our peacetime concerns and problems look Guys, you need to understand that we are in the beginning of World War III already. And what Russia has launched is, is, is a part of, of a world war. If you are weak now, yeah, and if you let Russia have parts of Ukraine, freeze this conflict, and so on, and so on. So any concessions, if we do not give Russia now a crashing, decisive military defeat, and if we do not dismember the state into 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 smaller national states because the Russian Federation is still an empire there are dozens of nationalities which are like autonomous autonomous republics yeah which are pressed by Russia if you look now for example one of the findings uh, of of, of informed napalm re- recent findings a, a topic we are now uh, actively working on if you look at that at, at the number of Dagestanis fighting now in Ukraine, it is absolutely disproportionate to the uh, let's say number of Russian national, uh, uh, nationals, yeah, so ethnically Russian, which means that uh, Dagestan is not far from Chechnya, and they are just eliminating uh, <clears throat> potential uh, separatists like this, yeah. So they take young, active men from those, you know, uh, uh, areas where. Uh, different non-russian nationalities live just throw it into the meat grinder you know so it's like these these this state of russian federation needs to be dismembered so if you if you want to hear something yeah for example we were right all all the time since 8 years about about the situation so and now we, uh, uh, could you tell us something yeah, of your views for, for the future. So this is our view for the future. We need to dismember the Russian Federation in its current state, it must not exist anymore as an empire, Yeah, they must be crushed. There must be no Russian empire anymore so that there is no uh, ambition to restore a Russian empire in the, in the you know, borders of the 19th century or the, the, the Soviet Union borders or whatever. So all, all this must disappear forever uh in order for Europe and the US and then the rest of the world to have to have real security because at the moment having Russian Federation as it is is going to be a total perennial threat yeah So you will have an a patented uh, international aggressor with, with a huge, although old but huge, uh, 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 nuclear arsenal and uh, threatening all the world. <laughs> he, he, this uh, Putin, he, he said it openly. Yeah? He threatened the whole world with the, uh, with the nuclear. What 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 can we do? We, we can only um, you know put an end to the imperial ambitions of of, uh, of 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 this state. That's it. There's no other way, in, in my humble opinion.
0: Do you worry that because Putin has, you know, that he's interested in changing the calculus that he's saying, oh, I'm not interested in um, overthrowing the government of Kiev, and he's primarily interested in just Eastern Ukraine, perhaps Crimea. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Do you worry that, A, that he's insincere, and that, B, that this could just lead to another protracted long conflict simmering conflict almost like a state of permanent cold hot war like what we what we've been seeing in the last eight years in in donbass um what are your thoughts on this supposed recalculation from the kremlin
3: we can never suspect kremlin of sincerity so this is something something you must be clear about absolutely so of course he's insincere and and of course he's now trying to buy time and so on so he is now trying to you know show like an easier uh, palatable option for the uh, for, for Ukraine and and for the for the um, western allies of ukraine to stop the uh, the fire and so on you know so <clears throat> any ceasefire for ukraine at the moment would be uh, would be a lot if we give them now any respite They will come up with plan B and plan C and plan D and so on. Yeah, so they will pull pull in the forces. They will pull in the reinforcements. They will establish the logistics, uh, proper logistics and so on. And then it will become even more difficult for us to defend ourselves. So what the West needs to do now is arm Ukraine. Give us all the tools that we need. Help us close the sky. Okay, star streak is important, but give us heavier aerial defense systems. We need this. Um, and give us offensive weapons to start liberating our territories. We need to give them a crushing military defeat on the Ukrainian soil. And if we do it alone, single-handedly, just with the uh, with the arms provided by the uh, by the West, this would be even better.
2: Thank you, Artyom, to you personally and to your friends and Roman and Mikhail and everyone else who are involved and who are defending whole Europe uh, in the information space. And in rotations, fighting physically those orcs and uh, soldiers of Russian Federation, you are defending us all. Thank you so much.
3: Ukraine must survive.
2: I'm with you there. Slavo We're all with you, Slava.
0: Please support this podcast by leaving a five-star review and sharing it with a friend. Also, share on social media and tag us at Liz Wall and at Jessica Aro. And follow Information War on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And get notified when new episodes are released.